you're the only one Oh, Trust issues Hey, girl in the belly. It is Tuesday. Fuck, no, it's not. It's Monday. It's Monday, 9:52 p.m. So it's close to Tuesday. So, who else is pumped for this Drake album to drop, though? So. I was kind of, fuck, dude, day was crazy, day was good, but um, I was just thinking about how many beers I drank tonight, and how I should not have beer in my home. So, I'm just going to put it out here, I blame Total Wine, I blame everything about them. You can buy individual beers, and make your own like 6 pack, 12 pack, whatever pack you want to make, don't even be asking me what pack I made. And no, I did not just leave with beer, but um, I had a private beer tasting tonight in my home. Um, <laughs> I'm totally laughing at myself. So totally pumped off this album coming out, Scorpion. Thank you, Drake, for uh, letting me use this. You did not give me permission, but I'm a huge fan. Um, what y'all doing for Memorial Day? I feel like that's like the turning point into getting into trouble for summer. Like, what's this summer gonna be about? Summer 18. Um, I feel like I haven't recorded in forever because last week I came on here for like nine minutes and was like, blah, 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 blah. And then I put out another episode with Steve Canal about the mind of a winner, which was super fun, man. And his event business and beer was lit. I was out till 2.30 in the morning on a Thursday. Like, sometimes I feel like somebody needs to put a little choke collar on me. Um, but I had too much fucking fun, so I probably would, probably would still run with the choke collar on. So, back to the nine-minute episode. I was telling you about... I went to the Irish Lod, the, the festival of Mountain View, and European men have a thing for me, which is super fun, because I need to flirt. I'm a huge flirt, and it was funny, because I was telling my sister yesterday, like, I'm not on Tinder, I'm not on Bo like, I'm on nothing, and as much as I don't want to be on it, there's a part of me that misses the banter or the swiping. I don't know, because I don't want to take my time swiping. I don't want to use any of my time swiping. And I definitely don't want that fucking app killing my battery. But um, just being out and about and getting hit on like that was super fun. But I feel like a dick. So I never text one of them back. And then the one that wanted to cuddle. I don't think I text him back either. So pretty much I haven't talked to them. Which who gives a fuck, right? Um, so... <laughs> I wish I had these like great dating stories and this is okay so Friday night chilling at Casey everybody's vibed up and I get a text that says hi with um, one of those things to make a big heart balloon and I'm like who the fuck is this right so I wrote hey who is this he wrote his name guy from tinder you matched with guess you deleted my number never mind I suppose 
I wanted to write, I never saved your motherfucking number. Do you know how many contacts I have in this phone? So, I didn't write him back because this is why I don't want to date. This is this can't be real. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, this can't be real. He wrote, hope you're well. Not correctly, by the way. Hope you're well. I understand. And then sent a picture of his Tinder profile and wrote, this guy laugh out loud. Mind you, I haven't responded at all. Next text. I get it. I won't bother you anymore. I promise. Take care. What the fuck is wrong with our modern dating world? So I wrote take care because I wanted it to make it super fucking clear that if you text me again, again, I'm never going to save your number. I don't know you. We did not meet. We didn't exchange much of a, hey, how are you? And he sent a lot of photos, which I believe is why I never responded and and I think I struggled this week like not texting these guys back but I can't do this I can't do this modern dating thing and it's cool because I met this girl today and she's in a relationship but she was telling she's kind of I think boggled by the whole thing because she's been in a relationship for a long time and she's telling me she's got all these friends who have it all and that they want par partners and they're struggling and they're they're kind of upside down about the whole dating thing and they date these guys for two weeks and then they ghost them and they disappear. And I said, well, if they have everything, why do they need, why are they in a hurry for a partner? And she says, well, they want to share their lives with somebody. And this brings me to, I had another man asking me this week, for some reason he thought I was in love or something and I got really confused by the conversation and he said something along the lines like don't you want somebody who's your everything who is your person who understands what you need who's there for you like it was like your person your person your person and right away I'm fucking churned like no, this is not what I want. And I'm so sick of people feeling like they have to be with somebody or that like, whatever. So we're having this conversation with this girl I met today and she's like, these people want partners and they want this and they want that, but they have everything. So I do want a partner, eventually. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm not gonna die with my squirrel. Um, mind you, I have a squirrel now. The bird died, I got a squirrel. So. Um, okay, these girls want partners, and they are so stuck on finding a partner that they're forgetting to live actual life. It's how I perceive it. Some people don't know how to stop and live in the present, and I feel like I came to a point where I'm... I was with my sister yesterday, I'm like, I'm so fucking happy all the time, like, yes, I get depressed about my father's passing, or, um, you know the thought of losing somebody else in my family, I think this is the only thing that literally strikes up any kind of other nerve in me. But how I answered this man who's like, don't you want a man who kisses your feet and walks on the water you walk on? I said, I am so loved from so many different people and different types of people, family, friends, men, women, that I am so fulfilled 
at my moment that I have chosen to not participate in the modern dating, the Tinders, the Bumbles, and chase something that I don't need. And I hope this is making sense because for me, I'm like, why are women feeling like they have it all and that to complete whatever feeling it is, it's a partnership? Is it because we were kind of bred that way? I mean, you get married. That's kind of always in the story. You get married, you have kids. And it's, I get it. Like, again, I want a partner, but why would you rush something and not live in the moment and not live? Why are we, oh my God, I need a Pellegrino. Why are we always saving like the good stuff for later? Why aren't you getting on a fucking plane? Why aren't you making that phone call you've been wanting to make? Why are you not doing whatever the other things you are want to do before you meet some specific person who's supposed to connect everything together? Is that really how it works for some people? Because my shit's connecting like crazier than I could imagine. And then I believe a connection of a personal... I'm probably going to be that one fucking asshole who's happier than shit in a relationship because I'm sitting here saying it's not something I need. Look at Meghan Markle. She was like, done. She's a fucking Duchess of Sussex. I guess... I think I posted something on Instagram, which I know I've been slacking on, but again, you can follow me at Girl in the Valley Podcast on Instagram. I think when you let things happen, you tend to get the shock value, the surprise, the... Okay, and I've done this. Y'all, if you've listened to me from the jump, you know that I've been like, oh my god, the submarine told me he was going to marry me. And then in my head, I'm like, okay, so I'm getting married to this guy, like, eventually, because he wants to marry me. But what the fuck? I never sat back and go, that was weird, that was creepy. I mean, until later, obviously, but, like, within the first 48 hours, I was like, oh my god. Like, I was waking up in a panic thinking, like, I had to have kids with somebody or something, where what I should have done... It sat back and been like, do I even like this fool? In the first six hours, he told me he was going to marry me. That's creepy. That's playing Russian roulette to me. That's putting all your eggs in one basket and seeing what kind of response you get or what kind of prize you might get. Why would you do that? That's weird. That's fucking weird. And I think, you know... I don't, I don't want to say it's a woman thing. It's, it's a thing where you go... And you kind of run with the idea. I'm like, oh, well, he likes me, so I, I guess I like him, so I guess we're going to get married and we're going to have kids. And we, and I, and even before I could blink, he's fucking ghosting me in a sense because, I, well, who the fuck knows why? I wish he would come on here with me, but he's a fucking pussy we get. Like, he's probably one of the worst. Um, but it's kind of like, I should have been able to tone myself down and be like, this is weird. I don't want to marry this guy. I don't want to date him. But what I did is I ran with the idea. And then when I didn't get the expectation that I built in my head by him sparking a fire, I was disappointed the whole time. 
And I hung on to something that I didn't even fucking want. At one point, I did never really wanted it. I was trying to chase that expectation or that ending part. I was like, why isn't it going to what I thought it was going to be? Why isn't what I thought it was going to be? Why was it? When it was never anything and I never gave my chance, myself a chance to swallow that up and walk away from it and do what's next. Yes, I'm thankful for the experience because it taught me something. It lets me look at other things in that fashion. Um, but I think that's what if the next person I date or whatever with, I can sit back and go, I don't know what this is. I'll enjoy it. And if fucking disappears, it disappears. Or if it becomes whatever it is, there's no expectancy. There's no final stamp. There's nothing I'm looking forward to living up to. And so I'll be able to enjoy that more. So I'm going to be standing my ground with who I am, what I am, what I want. And I think it's, it's, not, it's really hard. I think you see it a lot and we do it a lot as people. We try to conform ourselves even in the smallest of ways or biggest of ways or whatever to satisfy our partner, let's say. Um, I think I'm at a place I could never fucking do that. And I think if you're with a partner and y'all like each other and say one likes football and one doesn't, who the fuck cares? And if the chick decides or the man decides to like the other person's team, cool. And if you decide to fucking hate it, cool. You have separate interests. You have separate things to do when you are not together. Um, and I think that's a big one for me. I won't stand down and, and, and not in a firm like I'm an asshole sense but I like shitty rap music the end I drink a lot of Pellegrino <laughs> you know you know even just shit like whatever you want to do or be or like just like it if you want to read a lot read a lot and if you don't and your partner thinks that's weird so be it I mean I think the best part of a relationship if I were to look back and think about relationships and I'm not going to say romantic relationships my best relationships are all friendships are the ones that triggered something triggered a new thought triggered a new way of um, doing things just something different gave me my favorite word a different perspective and I think that's what a relationship like that that's a great foundation of a relationship because it's challenging, it's growth, it's it's not like, oh, you don't like football? Like, what the fuck? It's like, do you have any interest in football? Because I'll teach you a little bit. Or if you don't, like, when I do football, you do you, you know? Um, and I'm just using football because it's really easy. And plus, y'all know I fucking love me some football. But I think... I, and I, it's funny because there was part of me that, you know, a couple beers, I'm like, I'm gonna download fucking Tinder, I'm gonna see what's, oh my god, could you imagine if I did that? I think I'd go crazy. I mean, just this one person texting, I think we matched on Tinder three, four, five months, I wouldn't even know, maybe last year, maybe like before the holidays, 
I couldn't even. You're still. I mean, is it is it the challenge? Is it the is what is it? So as I talked to this woman I met tonight, she's like, well, you know, before all these apps, it was, you know, it was easier. Or you know, I can't remember exactly how she put it, but this was my thought. We did talk to each other more. Fucking 10 years we talked to each other more. I was out in the clubs without no fucking Instagram. I mean, I, I don't even think, I think it was MySpace still. Like, I'd have to Google when Facebook came out right now because I feel like that was a billion years ago. But it limited the options, which might not be the greatest thing because you tend to just be like, oh, this is good. Like, I like this person and it's gonna work and we're gonna get married. And I think that's great for the people that have that end goal. And I think that's why I'm still single because if you're trying to tell me that my life fucking partner is in the 10 mile radius that I fucking frequent most of my time, I'm going to be really fucking upset because that's the only way I could say I love like Tinder and Bubble because I'll do it when I travel. But I mostly meet people when I travel out on a bar. But what I'm saying is, I think it's confused people with, I think Tinder and Bumble maybe had a good idea saying, you know, you can meet somebody with a, without them being in your circle or living in your exact town. And it'll be great because you can expand yourself. But we just got a little fucking carried away with that. And if you haven't read the reports, the STDs in the Bay Area is disgusting. So wrap yourself up. But, um... Where do we find that middle ground of swiping and just walking up to somebody in a bar and be like, hey, boo, you look good tonight, or whatever it is, you know, whatever the fuck people say. I can't even tell you some of the things people say to me. Well, I could, but there's no point. So where do we find that middle ground, especially for these women who are so successful and steady and they want to meet somebody and, the, you know, the question was, are there good dudes out there? A hundred fucking percent there's good dudes out, out there. Are they on Tinder and Bumble? Do they judge the women on Tinder and Bumble? Um, what do we do? Where's the middle ground? How do we figure it out? Do we DM somebody because we have something in common and see what happens? Do people take that out of hand? Do you... What do you do? Because I'm telling you, I have no idea. I'm just living, and I'm going to be on a plane a lot, and I'm going to flirt like a motherfucker. But I also can't imagine even slowing down at this moment because I'm just starting to get on my roller coaster, and I'm about to hit that Big Dipper, that top peak, and dive down and then just pick up speed again. I am looking... For genuine friendships and to kind of explore what this dating world is and how I'm gonna navigate it for the future but I'm gonna tell you I need somebody rock in my mind it's funny the girl that I met tonight she said we were talking about how me and Rumi have the complete opposite taste of men. I could, she could be like, oh my God, he's so hot. And I want to vomit. And then I'll be like, oh my God, he's so hot. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's just super funny. So she asked me what kind of guys I like. And I said, super fucking smart. That's my thing. And I think I say that because I continue to meet really, really smart 
people and I continue to become smarter because there's so much more to it than swiping and sex and texting and fucking Instagram likes and shit like that. So I'm going to stay on that path and um, figure some shit out, I guess, right? Um, it's funny because I was with um, my friend, the captain, which, not the captain on Instagram, but I call the dog guy captain now. It's like kind of an inside joke, but not really, but he knows how to drive a boat, ladies. But it's funny, but I met his brother, so might, might make some uh, little leeway here in my flirting game. Just kidding. Um, it's those young ones, man, they get to me. Fuck. But it's funny because I hang out with uh, the captain a lot and he is a great guy. And he's kind of got it all. But I can't really figure him out. Like, I can't figure out. I feel like he wants to be in a relationship, but he likes the flirting and stuff. It's just kind of funny to look because since I started this podcast, I kind of like analyze people now and kind of what makes them tick. And I feel like he wants a woman and he wants the attention. And I believe he told me he had a couple dates lined up this weekend. Kind of curious about that. If you want to holla at your girl. But what are you looking for as a man? And if any man is listening, I want you to hit me in the DM. Give me the top three things that you seriously are looking for in a woman, even if you're on Tinder. Like, you're looking for those things, but why aren't you finding them? Is it because there's too many options, so the idea of settling is bullshit to you? Because why would you ever settle when everything... I'm an optimist. Everything always gets better and better. So, I'm curious from the man's perspective, like, why there's these women who great careers, own homes, you know, all their shit's going on, and why they're single. Is it because these dudes haven't found them, or is it because we have no idea how you're thinking, and you are thinking, well, yeah, she owns a home, and she's got a great job and everything, but this girl over here might have it too, and she curls her hair better. You know, whatever the fuck it is, I want to know. Y'all know why I'm single, because it's a choice. She's going to have to shake my fucking bones, I think. Because like I said, I'm fulfilled from so many places. I'm happy every motherfucking day, skipping and drinking beer. Well, I think that's all I got for today because I feel like I rambled onto something that might make sense. But I'm really trying to figure out how this modern dating is supposed to work and what everybody's looking from it. Or if we're all just out supposed to fuck like bunnies and like tell each other some bullshit, make people feel like shit and move on. I'd like to know. I'm just chilling. All right. Girl in the Valley on the podcast. Girl in the Valley podcast on the Instagrams. So, one other secret. I am going to record a podcast on the video and put it on YouTube and see what happens. Um, fuck, I don't know. I drink a lot of beer. Probably, probably going to be pretty entertaining. But, um, 
Also getting ready for a couple other things, but I can't even tell you yet. But I'm working on him. I've been trying to stay home and behave as much as I know how. So again, get back to me with some feedback on this modern dating. Tell me what you were looking for. Tell me why you haven't found it. Tell me your biggest turnoffs from the other sex. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me everything. Maybe we'll start a singles mix and match on Girl in the Valley and I'll post a single girl or dude and if they're around you or you want to hit on them, come with the best line. Because I know a lot of single people and they're fantastic and they're looking. Let me help you. Let me know you. Have a good night.